How y'all doing? This is Ghana's number one blogger. Episode 14, the GHN01 blogger report. Let's get into it, man. Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors. Terrible. No excuse. Raptors, y'all let a game slip. Y'all should have won this. Y'all should be two up on these Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I get it. They're the defending champions. But yo, to me, they ain't shit. If you can get under the skin of Curry, Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Durant, y'all doing something right. As I said before, nobody has ever faced, Golden State has never faced an offense, sorry, a defense, like Toronto's in the NBA Finals. And it's really starting to show. Regardless of whatever it is, G-State got that W. Now they're headed to the Oracle for Game 3. Now, you know what? Let me just pull up a couple things from this game. The officiating was all over the place. But you know what? At the end of the day, Raptors can't blame the officiating because, you know, at the end of the day, if you leave the calls to these referees, then this is what's going to happen. You got to play through it. Now, my next thing is that ref, whatever his name is, Tony Brothers, the NBA really needs to look into him. He needs to get fired or something because you can't be making calls like that. And what I'm referring to is um, basically first quarter. This guy basically gave out a whole ton of fouls to the Raptors and put them in early foul trouble. And as a result, I think um, mentally it threw the Raptors off, even to the point where I believe in the fourth quarter, Kyle Lowry himself got fouled out. But Raptors, yo, y'all guys need to really stay focused because remember, you're the defending, you are not the defending champions. Golden State is. Y'all just riding on a wave this year. Don't get me wrong. What the Raptors have been doing has been amazing. But remember, we're considered the outlaws. On top of that, we don't have a state backing us. We have a whole country. Even before saying that, <clears throat> people don't even realize. Basketball wasn't created by Americans. Basketball was created by a Canadian. Shout out to James Naismith on that, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, funny thing is, um, the NBA came out a few days ago saying that the L2M report, which is the last two-minute report that looks over games that are within three points of each other, within two minutes of play, ruled that Stephen Curry did, in fact, travel on that play before making the pass to Igudala and Igudala nailing that three, I believe, with like 7.9 seconds left or so to win the game. It says right here, as if last night's officiating wasn't already under fire. Yeah, it basically revealed that Stephen Curry shuffled his feet and should have been called for a travel, making that pass that led to Igudala on the final possession. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy events, man. 
it doesn't even help that also the Raptors allowed Golden State to go on an 18-0 run in the third period. Yes, the Raptors made it back, but that disgusting third period is what sealed the Raptors' fate. Raptors literally won the first cue, they won the second cue, but for some reason, in the third cue, it's like they were a shadow of themselves. Fourth cue, they won, but third cue wasn't really much. Going forward to um, two guys that actually used to play in NBA. Uh, Matt Barnes is one, and um, Kendrick Perkins is another one. He actually came out with a few views against um, Tony Brothers, the dude that's, uh, that was uh, officiating the game. Basically just came out and said that, you know, there's no way you should be officiating games like this. Like, basically, what happened was his X, Y, and Z in terms of his officiating is what led to the demise of the Raptors. Besides, you know, the whole 18-0 run in the third. But what it is, too, is I think it also, with the early foul trouble, it caused the Raptors mentally to to become very discombobulated. So, yes, I'm going to read the first tweet coming out from a former NBA player, I believe who's an analyst now. And, um, yeah, he basically said that, um, let me find it for you right here. Yes, Tony Brothers, make sure you ice your whistle at halftime. Shake my head. You let these dudes play no one-on-one. No one came to see you. Like, yo, he's straight up. Like, what the hell? What the hell was up with that? Like, Mr. Brothers, like, you are an experienced NBA ref. Why are you making janky calls? Yes, I'm just taking that from Stephen Curry, saying that the Raptors playing janky defense on uh, Igudala. But, yeah, let me get into... The second tweet. If you may not know him, NBA big man Kendrick Perkins, he played for the Boston Celtics. He also played with uh, LeBron in Cleveland. He also played, I believe, yes, with o- in OKC. Now let's look at what he had to say here. Yeah, so on the subject of the quote by uh, Kendrick Perkins, he basically said, yo, no more 20 brothers for the finals, please. This is ridiculous. Nobody came to the game to watch him. In another tweet, he also said, okay, 20 brothers, that's enough. The man is not even hiding it. Y'all, 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 y'all see that. Y'all heard those tweets. It's, it's, it's definitely a Toronto versus everybody mentality now. Even people that are not even rooting for the franchise to win are even seeing that, yeah, man, this this is some messed up shit. Going forward, I feel like also Raptors should have took advantage of Thompson going down an injury. 
my next question is, or my next statement is, how the hell do you let a man like Cook come off the bench and score two threes on y'all? We all know about Iguodala being left open on the three. But I feel like, why leave Iggy? Doesn't matter who was on the three-point line. I get it. Y'all were tired. I was talking about this, about Raptors getting tired. But y'all, this game is everything. The fact that they left him like that. And if you see how much time Iguodala had to set up, it was pathetic. It was uncalled for. Even in the post-game conference, Stephen Curry said the whole fourth quarter, they're playing some janky defense. Yes, janky. You heard that. I've never heard that term before, but I'm going to look it up before this podcast is done and give you the real definition. Over the course of the game, it's kind of disrespectful to leave Andre Iggy Iguodala open like that. The man's made big shots like that before. Y'all heard it from Stephen Curry his mouth, from his mouth himself. Come on, Raptors. Like, what were y'all doing? Y'all need to wake up. Igudala ended up finishing with eight vital points. But to tell you, I wasn't really impressed by the win by G-State. What basically brought them home was, yeah, the experience. It is what it is. For the second game, y'all Raptors can't be playing janky defense like that. Y'all got to fix up. Y'all going to the bay. Go all handle your business. Y'all got to understand this is NBA Finals. I said it before and I still say it again. I still feel like it's going to still be Raptors in seven. No matter what. I'm going to throw that injury report for you sooner or later, but... Let me just focus on getting everything off my chest. Also, Raptors, how y'all expect to win when y'all went six minutes without scoring? That basically sealed your fate. In that quarter, G-State scored 34 and you scored 21. We may have won every quarter, but the third quarter is what shot themselves in the foot. I commend the Raptors, though, showing a lot of effort and greediness. This game, Golden State just survived. They got to understand, they got to fight tooth and nail if they want to win this championship. Because the Raptors, they ain't prehistoric no more. Now they're historic. Yeah, better believe that. I feel like also... Raptors need to pound that ball into the paint and allow it to work for them. I feel like Raptors, they chill. They settle for three-pointers, especially when we're up. Nah, bruh. Take the damn ball and put it in the damn paint. There's a reason why they say, let's go hard in the paint. Going forward, Golden State basically neutralized Gasol. They controlled Siakam. They didn't allow him the one-on-one openness leeway that they did in the first game. Um, And Draymond Green also made sure of that too. 
But they realize that, yeah, Siakam needs to get checked. But as I said, when they were going to check on Siakam, uh, when they were going to start checking Siakam because of going through tape and all that stuff, didn't I say that Kawhi Leonard, the gates would open for him? I wasn't lying. I was not lying. It showed. And Kawhi ended up scoring like 32, 34 points. Lowry fouled out in the fourth quarter at 3 minutes and 52 seconds left. As I said in my podcast before this, Raptors need to be careful with these foul calls. And funny enough, what did we start with? We started off in the first queue with foul trouble. And look at where we ended up. Now, let's get into injury news. They've listed OG Ananubo as probable for this game. Game 3 being at the Oracle at 9 o'clock, just so you know. Appendicitis. They said he's getting better. There's not necessarily a timetable as to what he's going to come back. Kyle Lowry is dealing with an upper body injury. Kawhi is dealing with a lower body injury. When you look on the other side, Clay Thompson is also dealing with an injury and may not play. It's a game time decision. Looney on the bench is also um, suffering. He will not play. Kevin Durant also still dealing with um, that calf injury. They still really don't know what's going on with him, but they say for game three, he will definitely be out. In other news also, Kawhi actually bought real estate in Toronto. Everybody's excited. They're going to say, oh my God, he's staying X, Y, and Z. All I'm saying is, yo, we need to throw that debate out the window right now. We just need to focus on the NBA Finals. Hey, all I'm saying is, Kawhi's a humble dude. He doesn't need much. He just wants to enjoy the moment. And the man just loves playing basketball. That's what it is. No more, no less. Also, too, funny thing is uh, DeMar DeRozan has come up again in the news. This time, um, I believe he did an interview with Bleacher Report. I'll talk about that full interview in our next podcast. But yeah, apparently, he basically said that um, Toronto basically is successful now because they basically used him as a sacrificial lamb of, so to speak. And, you know, that's why they're, they're definitely there now. He's not throwing shade. He's just giving you guys the truth, you know? That, that that that's all that's all you can basically take from that guy. But you know, the thing is he was very dedicated when he was here. He loved he, he loved their city. He loved their basketball. It was unfortunate what ended up happening, but you know what it is. Loyalty doesn't win you championships. Athleticism, everything, defense, that's what wins you. Also too, Kawhi Leonard sues Nike over his personal logo. A lot of people are just like, yo, what are you doing, Kawhi? Like, we're in the NBA playoffs. Like, you're supposed to be focused. Yes, I get it. But remember, copyright infringement on people's stuff, like, that's some serious stuff. 
Remember, Kawhi's not personally handling the situation. Remember, Kawhi has a team. You need to take care of it. I get what people are saying, but you know what? That is personal image and his rights. He definitely needs to take care of that too. Um, also, there's interesting news coming out from um, former Raptors coach who just recently uh, went to Detroit after being named NBA Coach of the Year. Now him being with um, Detroit, Detroit Pistons. He came up with um, an interesting few words for the Raptors. After um, the Raptors advanced to the final. What the former Raptor coach basically said is, it's been interesting to watch, but the Raptors team, that is, is totally different without with Leonard Gasol and Danny Green. <clears throat> These are three experienced players who had been given anything to have, I would have given anything to have on my team. With their experience championship pedigree, they have the experience to win. Funny enough, this time, he's not throwing shade and da-da-da-da-da. But the joke is, people fail to realize, I never liked Dwayne Casey. I don't think Dwayne Casey is a good coach. Because I feel like what he does is redundant. And his famous line that I continue to hate. I'm going to ride with the guys that I got here till the wheels fall off. Bro, are you dumb? You there, you ran DeMar DeRozan into the ground. That's why he got that crazy injury. But yeah, he ended up recovering from it. You don't know what load management is. You don't know you don't want to sit your players in games that are unnecessary. You went to Detroit. What ended up happening? Your star player ended up getting injured. And no, it's not by chance. He was riding his guy until the wheels fall off. And look what happened. We plucked, we plucked Nick Nurse from your coaching staff. Look at what he's done with load management and everything. Beautiful. Rest, everything. And now look, it's paying off. And we're in the NBA Finals. Dwayne Casey, choke on that. All right. This is GHN01 Blogger. The GHN01 Blogger Report, episode 14. We thank y'all for tuning in. We thank y'all for continuing to listen. Continue to download, to stream this podcast where all podcasts are available, which is Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you very much. Make sure y'all go enjoy Game 3. Raptors. Versus G State. And as I unequivocally state, still my Raptors in seven. All right. We will talk. We will podcast after the game. Thank you for tuning in again. We out. Go Raptors.